Hi everyone, my name is Chizzy and I'm with Eniola on this episode. everyone and welcome to this thrilling episode of Money Monday podcast season two. Thank you very, very much. This there is the wealth manager and she worked with Alpha Morgan Capital. And today we're just going to be talking about the new standard of living in Nigeria. Trust me, I know that it is not as, as it used to be, but the current inflation rates that we have seen up to 17% never gotten up to that before and people are really freaking out but today we're just going to be discussing how can you just ensure that your mental health is intact how can you ensure that you're still able to stay afloat in spite of everything that is happening in nigeria today so cheesy how's nigeria from your end wow uh, i mean I, I got to believe we are both in Nigeria. <laughs> so, um, Nigeria is, uh, I really don't know the words to, to describe this country because I would want to say something positive, but some people will turn their eyes and look at me and say, are we still in the same country? Yeah, but, that's why I had to ask that question, you know. <laughs> yeah, in speaking by faith, yeah. Nigeria is great, <laughs> but... If I'm to look at the way things really are right now, there's a whole lot going on in this country that we can't put our finger to it to say, oh, this is where we're heading to, or this is where we are currently. Everything just seems messed up. And yeah, it's a sad one. It's a sad one. But it's been, this is the sixth month in this year, and it doesn't seem to get better. Yeah. So that's pretty much how Nigeria is. Everything is looking like it's messed up right now. But there's, I mean, as long as we have life, we have hope. So there's always a possibility to turn things around. No matter how long it will take, things can always change. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually like the fact that we are holding on to hope here because that's practically everything that we have that we are holding on to considering election is coming up and naturally during election there will be increase in everything and now before election there's already increase in everything it can only be mm-hmm. good you know it can only be good so what do you think about the current increase in inflation um i mean it's i don't think anybody should be surprised because this is not even the true figure do you understand? It's like I see it as us padding our books as a country for the world to see. So it would, they wouldn't say, "Oh, it's." I mean, the country is finished in quotes. But okay. it's in realistic terms, it's worse than this. We can't really say, "Okay, so what was released recently was seventeen point seven one percent." Yes. As in previous rate was sixteen point something, and when I think of it, I'm like. Has, is it really 17? Is it really 17? Or are we looking at 20-something? Are we looking at 30%? Because the truth is, for every single item you have, there's nothing that hasn't tripled or maybe say doubled or tripled in pricing from January till today. So are we going to see that 17% increase? Are we going to say that it's um, just one basis point increase month on month? No, it's more than that. Mm-hmm. An example is, um, so there's this loaf of bread I used to get here. I, I'm in Abuja and um, 
things coming here, it felt like oh, things were cheap and or or not cheap per se, but compared to that's food. Yeah. In, in it, yes, compared to Lagos, food here seemed cheaper. And I mean, I was happy at first, like oh, food here seemed cheaper, but it was almost like week on week there was an increase happening on every single item. And I'm like, no, you sold this thing to me last week at this price. And how come there's a hundred naira increase already in the space of one week? How come there's a 150 increase already in the space of one week? Do you understand? So I got from buying a of water at 800 to buying it at 1,150 all in one year. What am I saying? All in six months. Wow. And that is what has happened to every other thing. Buying the normal loaf of bread we have here for 550 has now gotten to 850. Some stores sell it for a thousand bucks. So what are we really saying about the 17%? It's not the true picture of things. Yeah. And the rate at dollar was in January, and dollar is currently is still not reflecting the fact that it's 17 because 17 percent because it's it's affecting every other sector of our economy. You know, we're imports dependent. So every single thing we are we are using here is imported. So we have to rely on that FX. So if our FX is not even, if the FX is not, um, if it's if it's not favorable to our market conditions, there's no way our inflation wouldn't skyrocket in terms of its um its numbers. There's no way it won't go up because everybody has to cover for one loss or the other. I can't, someone can't be importing something at um $300 and all of a sudden in the space of how many months, the person has to pay 600 and some, sorry, $360 and has to pay 600 and something dollars now. That's almost double the initial price. So you can't expect that same person to now come and sell that item he's, he or she is importing to you at the exact same price. It will be a total ridiculous amount that you'll be receiving. So that's the problem we've been having currently. And the figures we are seeing with respect to the inflation figures, it's not the accurate thing. It's way more than this. Wow. I mean, I don't know how much egg is in Lagos, but here we have it was 2,000 naira. And yeah. as a general very fact that it was 1,000, I think 750 or so, 1,007, thereabouts, I can't even remember, to let you know how bad it is. But now I'm going and I'm just closing my eyes and spending the 2,000 naira. I've had to move from one supermarket to another, just looking for a place <laughs> to buy things cheaper. As we speak now, I just go into the main market and just buy provisions. Then entry supermarket because I'm like, what can I do? Do you understand? So it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, like I, I understand what you're saying and, you know, everything that you're talking about and it's getting people frustrated. It was on yeah. Friday. It was on Friday. Um, a friend of mine that owned a business, she was trying to renew a particular license. I can't really remember what the license is. And she was telling me, as I last... Um, year when I was buying this license, I spent two million naira. But this year, I'm buying this license for my business, and I'm spending four million naira. What's going on at all that? Businesses are frustrated. Even individuals yeah. are frustrated. And you know, mm. but one one thing, like I said, one thing is we still have to live above all this. We need to live above all this. So, what would you what would you advise? What would you um? say how would you how have you been living above this at least trying to keep your mental health your mental sanity intact irrespective of what the country is saying 
Okay, so I would speak about this from the faith perspective. I mean, I'm a Christian and I have come to realize that I can't live this life, especially this life in Nigeria, without trusting fully in God and believing fully in what he, he has said concerning us as a nation, us, me as an individual and all of that. That is where I pretty much draw my hope from. So when things are happening around me and all, I try to encourage myself in that belief, in that hope that he will, there, he will be there to supply all my needs according to his riches in glory. So his riches are beyond this earthly riches, it's beyond what we see, it's beyond this inflation, it's beyond the dollar. Meaning I wouldn't lack in terms of being faith-based, basically. However, I've also told myself that it's not just by saying, oh, yes, I'm going to live according to the scriptures or and believe and all of that. I'm living based on faith. No, I also have to look at the facts, the reality around me, the things around me and say, okay, if excesses in my life that needs to be cut short at this point, it's wisdom that's profitable to direct that will require me to cut them short. So last year, I know there were some things I could comfortably do. I could comfortably take myself out and just flangel and enjoy myself, have a very nice dinner somewhere and all of that. But now it wouldn't be wise for me to do that on a regular basis because you go out and the next day you hear savings or currents, your money is going. This year you're spending at least 10K and salaries are not being increased to match what is happening in the country. People are still going as normal with respect to how much they are earning. So what I would say or how I would say I have been trying to live up to or live above what is happening is I've looked at myself and looked at everything around me and said, one, I'm a child of God, so I would live, I would survive, I would move on, I would would enjoy benefits from his kingdom. However, I wouldn't be reckless with my finances. I wouldn't be reckless with the things I own. I wouldn't be reckless with, with my income. I would have to appropriate things accordingly to what is of high priority to me. So if spending 30K every month on my hair was what I was doing last year, or every two months on my hair was what I was doing last year, I can't afford to do that now. That doesn't mean I wouldn't look good, but it means I have to look for other means that would make me cut short on that expense because I I simply can't, it can't be sustained. It's not sustainable. So that's one way I've been able to live above all of this of some excesses that one is and i would say this to salary earners your salary hasn't moved an inch in the past six months or if it has congrats to you but i can bet you it hasn't moved as high as what the inflation rates are saying or what is currently on ground with terms with respect to buying things in the markets re-strategizing your expenditure and if possible save more because the things the, the truth it will get worse elections are coming so it will definitely get worse than this. Prices will get higher than this. So it should be wise to readjust your lifestyle right now, cut down on some things, start cooking more in the house. Start wearing the clothes you've had in your wardrobe since and close your eyes from Instagram vendors that are selling new clothes every time because there will always be new clothes. Just look back and cut down on some excesses that are not necessary. That is one way that would help in this time. And another way that would help is if possible, I mean, in developed countries, it's very possible for people to, to do multiple jobs because they work based on hours. In places like the US, UK, you can spend five hours on this job and you're only entitled to maybe 20 hours a week. So you can actually arrange your work time. Unlike what we have here in most companies in Nigeria where you're spending your whole life in the office from Monday to Friday and you're still earning 
the regular 150k or 200k or 300k that will not cater for all your needs. So what our advice people to do now is look out for remote jobs or start up one small business or something. Look out for remote jobs, look out for jobs or um, businesses that would give you other streams of income. Yes, it's good if you're in paid employment, congratulations, you're one of the lucky few that has an assured sum of money that comes in every month. But some people don't have that luxury. So if you have that luxury of having a particular amount of money coming in every month, it should be wise to, you know, look out for other opportunities, especially remote jobs, thanks to COVID or no thanks to COVID. But then again, thanks to COVID, people have been able to see the, the importance and the possibility of working remotely. Businesses and employers are looking for people that can remotely do things for them, even outside the country. People looking for non-citizens that could work for them in different parts of the world at different times and all of that. So open your minds up to that kind of thing. Get other streams of income that would, shall I say, absorb the shock of these expenses that is pressurizing our current monthly pay, our salary earners. And for business owners, expand your businesses. Businesses can come up with products or things that would still drive sales for you, but maintain service to your customers, still render some kind of service to your customers that would still fix their pockets. It doesn't make sense if because all your products are this particular price and because of dollar and everything, it keeps going up and up and up. It keeps going high and there's no way it can come down or there's no other products that you have as an alternative to low income earners. I would advise that for business people, think outside the box to still serve the public, to still maintain your customer base, to still maintain your delivery and service. So yeah, that's basically what my advice would be and what I have been doing basically to stay pretty much above what's currently happening yeah, yeah thank you yeah that was that was very very much insightful i don't even think i need to highlight anything there it was perfect but i'd just like to bring up a case study from someone you know that sent us email sometimes so promise is a father of two and a family of four that means he has two children with himself and his wife he doesn't have a vehicle he doesn't pay any church offers. So this is what, and he gets 150,000 every month is a salary earner. And this is what his average expense looks like in the month. He does gas, 9,000, food stuff, 80,000, generator, 20,000. And he still pays NEPA, 5,000 naira. Then he does data on his phone and that of his wife for 4,000 naira. And they do DSTV subscription for 3,000 naira. And they do transport fare, I think, to their respective work for 20,000 naira with the kids. He annually saves 50,000 naira, you know, just, you know, for emergency and rent, I guess. So I guess all this I just mentioned, could it have fit into 100? Uh, it's actually more. Because I'm trying to add up everything and I can see once he's spending 141K from his 150 salary. But again, he says he saves 50K on a monthly basis. Maybe he has a side also or something. Yeah, he probably does. So he's not even giving us the true picture of what he's earning inside us. But there's a constant 150,000 that he earns what he does and gets paid monthly. So with, with this abnormal standard of living, increase in standard of living, what advice do you have for Promise? A father of two. Okay. I mean, I think I even have a question for promise. I mean, what what does he really want? What does he does he want to or does he want to save more? Does he want to increase how much he's earning? Because the truth is, 
when things like this happen, I mean, where exactly am I going with this? What is my plan? How much am I earning? How much am I, have I been spending? So from what I can see, he's spending 80K every month on food stuff for a family of four. Well, he needs to look into that 80K to see what he needs to cut down. If means they eat, each person eats two pieces of meat in every meal. He needs to drop to a piece of meat. Then he needs to also look for, I mean, from, from what we have seen, from my calculation, if he's any 150 and he's spending 141 every month, it means he ha- he's not even able to save up to 10K from his salary. So I'm sure the extra 50K he's saving has to do from maybe another side hustle. So if he has a 50K that he's saving aside that can cover for rent and all of that, all well and good. So he can build up on that side hustle, maybe for it to get to the same amount he receives for his salary. So he knows he's receiving maybe 300K in total. And I also need to ask, what is his wife doing? Is his wife working? I mean, now is the time to consider her getting a job or starting a business just to help with the family expenses. You know, this kind of thing makes me wonder what is happening with families now that their, the husbands are saying, oh, I want my wife to be a housewife. I mean, I'm, I'm now I need to go back to ask them. Yeah. The country, <laughs> they want to be a housewife because the country is hard. So yeah. in recent times, I've actually had, I've actually had someone mention to me that he told his wife to actually get a job now because they have three kids. He told his wife to get a job. They have three kids. And it's not like he's doing badly. He's earning well. But he's saying that it's 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 too much. The pressure is now too much on him because he has to work twice as hard as he used to. And he's still not able to save enough. So he needs a kind like a level of support that will ease the burden. So he has told his wife, maybe not get a job, but start something. So now she is trying to do still have time for the family and the kids. But at least that little income coming in can cover for drinking water that you have to drink every month or cover for, I don't know, what something in the house that can just be taken off him every month. So that is another thing Promise can explore. If his wife is not working, he might need to consider her getting a job or starting a business that would help the family. All right, all right, all right, all right. That's right on it on this episode it was such such a very very insightful episode this is us just reaching out to everyone listening that nothing is worth your sanity right you just have to plan you just have to ask for wisdom of god you just have to rely on god everything that cheesy has said on this episode are 100 valid and what i also would try to practice in my own personal life thank you so much easy for agreeing to come on this episode we hope that you come to share some of your wisdom with us on other episodes if you call (laughs) (laughs) there was a lot of wisdom you gave us today (laughs) yes yes anytime anytime thank you thank you very much and see you next monday money monday podcast subscribe now on all audio streaming podcasts.